Chuck just out here opening teas in the middle of the intro. You know, uh, there's nothing like a good yeah to liven up a party. <laughs> the look I gave him was one of disgust. Um, welcome in. Kind of look Jerry gave me after last week on results. He's not even here to defend himself. Um, yeah, we are um, going to have kind of a all-around show today. The first thing we're going to do um, is actually touch base with the Patriarchs, one of our four playoff teams, um, and just kind of get her rundown of the season. I have a few questions for her, um, where her team's at and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we're going to hop kind of straight into that. All right, so on the phone with us uh, right now is the owner of the Patriarchs, the number one seed of the league, Jen Tober. Jen, go ahead and say hi. Hi, everybody. Um, so, yeah, just quick, like, just give us a quick rundown of how your season's gone. You know, we just mentioned you locked up the number one seed, but, you know, I think you've said on the text thread a, a couple times you've been kicking ass. So just give us a quick rundown of how you think things have gone. I mean, best season of my fantasy career. Uh, so, super pumped. Um, I think uh, this year I immersed myself in football at every level, middle school, high school, and uh, NFL level. Uh, so, I have learned a lot about the sport this year, so I attribute a lot of that to it. Um, I didn't realize how little knowledge I had in football um, up until this fantasy year. Okay. Do you, do you like recruit your kids help? I know like Declan is like playing, you know, does he have a lot of say in uh, how things are going or is it straight from the mind of Jen? Straight from the mind of Jen. Let's go. Um, Bill asked me a good question around Thanksgiving. He was like, what do you do? What's your site? And I just looked at him with a smile and said, Google. Uh, <laughs> that's literally my secret. Um, I don't have a pay site. I don't have anything. I probably spend hours reading about fantasy football every week because I just Google names, Google players, teams, and just read probably seven different articles and then look for the common thread. But uh, he loved that answer when I just looked at him and said, Google. That's, that's pretty badass. You know, that's the same <laughs> advice that my kid gave me back when I'd ask him questions about technology. He's like, Dad, Google it. Which one? <laughs> Austin. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I just tell my son to make it work <laughs> with technology. Um, but no, Declan, I will say he showed more interest. Uh, so you'll see probably his input a little bit more in future years. But uh, he's learning NFL this year. Uh, he's always loved the sport, but never really paid attention. That's cool. So... Uh, I don't need him to tank me, so i got to give him a little time to learn. Um, and then we'll let him give a little input. Well, I'm glad to see that you at least let him put the stripes on and make a penalty call here or there. That was pretty classic. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it lined up perfect that he was a ref. Uh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you went undefeated in the out-of-division games. In fact, there's only one team that you haven't beaten this year, and it's who you drew in the first round of the playoffs. So, you know, are you thinking third time's the charm? Are you going to be able to make it to the championship game? Give us a a state of the Patriarchs going into this week. I mean, I always go in positive. So I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to take the win. uh, But I'm playing the player I wanted to play the least. Uh, So I don't have a very good track record uh, with Uncle Chuck. Uh, He's... uh, the person that I've looked forward to trying to be every year, uh, and I haven't done it much, um, and I know it's always been on Grandma's radar too, so I'm guessing this is a longer history before me. Uh, but oh, yeah. So I go in. Oh, lost you for just a minute there, Jen. You still there? Got my mind. Okay, we lost you for just a second, but I would, I would uh, wager that many people – probably don't have as sparkling a track record against the Angels. <laughs> I think that's a pretty common theme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our division's always hard, but he's always, to me, been the hardest. Yeah. Yeah, your guys' division is always tough, and in no small part because of your sparkling 10-4 and four record this year. Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's looking like Brian Robinson's going to be back. So, you know, so you can get uh, Roshan out of there against Cleveland. So that's definitely going to be uh, 
be um, a boost for your team. But who is who's the favorite player on your roster? I mean, I don't know. They they uh, they're unique players. Uh, we've had some good wins, uh, good some good weeks, and the the names that I want to call out they weren't very good to me last week. So That's um, defense was my top scoring last week so that says a lot okay yeah it was a tough week last week but every week is fresh take him down Jen I think from a perspective Nico Collins was a pickup of the year not both props uh, just because I drafted him late he's been a key player throughout the weeks but uh, like I said last week was not a great week for him either yeah and I mean I tried to get Jalen Hurts off you I love him and he's got just great matchups the next couple weeks I'm hoping I'm hoping he can throw a couple to a uh, couple touchdowns to AJ Brown instead of tush pushing his way right into the end zone. Yeah, <laughs> well, I disagree with that. <laughs> the other way. Well, hey, come on, <laughs> it's the same to you. For her, it's six points either way. Yeah, Let's, I'm playing my share of the wealth card, Jen. <laughs> I suppose. All right. Well, we won't take too much of your time. Any kind of uh, like parting thoughts you want to smack talk the Angels a little bit. Or uh, just the floor is yours. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for a good season. It's been fun. Um, love the chatter. Love the excitement. Um, love the razzing. Um, and I loved my flowers, Trevor. Uh, so <laughs> much appreciated. Uh, but no, I uh, go into fantasy season excited for the year to start. But this, I would say, take my record away from it. I had a lot of fun this year, um, and I think that helped lay it into the record. Yeah. I think everyone was involved this year, which made it awesome. Yeah. You know, everyone was super involved. It was, so. it was a good year. So. It was, and I really wanted to believe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I can say for the record, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, he's got a good team. I, uh, I wouldn't have had to go up against you, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right. Hey, it's hard to beat a team three times. Chuck said that. Uh, Chuck said that himself this morning. So go get him this week, okay? All right. We'll see you, Jen. Good luck. Thanks. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, thanks to the Patriarchs for coming on. So yeah, that is um, that is how our playoffs are set up. Uh, in the one seed, we have uh, the Patriarchs. Uh, the two seed is myself, the Boondock Striders. The three seed is the Big Dogs himself. We'll get there. Brother facing brother. And in the four hole, the wild card, Charlie's Angels. So we're going to get the Big Dogs on the horn real quick. Uh, be right back. All right, we're now on the horn with the Big Dogs front office. Second year in a row with a playoff appearance for you, Stan. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling worse this year than I did last year. Last year I thought it was all about it, but this year I uh, feel like I got in by by luck of the draw. So excited to be here, glad to be in the playoffs. Feels good. How much of a winning streak are you on? How many games have you won straight? Like, it doesn't seem like luck of the draw to me. I think you've had a really solid team all year. Um, do you know that just kind of off the cuff? I think I'm on a five-game win streak because I think at one point I was four and five, and now I'm nine and five. Yeah. So uh, I think I started the season off like you know one and one a good amount, and then um, you know back and forth win loss win loss win loss, then fell behind and hit a hot streak, and it really is after the trade with the Mambo, which I thought was a bad trade for me and bought my count. So that's why I'm feeling like. It's unbelievable that I'm that I'm here now. So, yeah, yeah, your team looks good. I think I would say consensus. You know, if every lineup is complete and there's not any injuries and matchups are the same, I would think you probably have the best team in the league. Um, I think I do think that I'm second, but your you know your team is really really solid, led by that sick receiving combo of Tyree Kill and CD Lamb. So well, you got to go ahead. There's two two things that two things that keep me up at night. The first is is that all season I've been structuring my team against projected points scored, and so I think I've been expected to win every single game I've played in. And until recently here, it didn't seem like that mattered. So that kind of keeps me up. Like just because I'm projected to win or projected to look good doesn't mean I'll perform that way. 
second thing that keeps me up at night is a comment that Jerry made like weeks and weeks ago about Dak Prescott saying that, yeah, Dak's awesome. He looks like a cowboy. He's going to go out and play his best. But when you need him to just make, make a play downfield, he's liable to throw an interception. So you got, you got Dak and CD going to Buffalo this week, playing in the cold. It's not where cowboys are uh, at their best. Just makes me uh, makes me real nervous. Got Tyreek Hill with an ankle hurt. We'll see. So we're limping for sure. I don't know. Those boys from Brokeback Mountain were pretty good in the cold. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I mean the over-under of 50.5 in that game, that has to excite you a little bit. Dallas is actually an underdog too, which really surprises me. Um, a two-point dog to Buffalo? That means we're betting Buffalo, but that's beside the point. Um... Yeah, man. You know, uh, I think your team has shaped up really well. Trades have obviously helped. Um, you know, I think you have some really good matchups, some tough matchups this week. But, you know, who knows how it's going to shake out between us. You know, where where are where are kind of you at confidence-wise going into this week? I'm probably 30 to 35% confident. Just feel like it's something's off, it's not there. If I win, I'll be real, you know, excited about that. But it's uh, it's a bummer. I gotta say, I'm bummed I gotta play you in week one of the playoffs. I'd rather uh, I'd rather see you in the championship if it were up to me. I I agree, and it's it's funny. We've been talking about this at work. You know, if if we were a sports book right now, you know, Hall's Greenhouse Sports Book, I think Dad or uh, Charlie's Angels would actually be the betting favorite because he's going to be a pretty heavy favorite this week and then he'll probably be a short dog to one of us whereas you and I are going to duke it out this week and then whoever wins this week will be a short favorite you know so it, it is interesting how it plays out like that so it's the way the chips fell what was exciting is that both games this week for the playoffs look close I think if you just look projected which I'm not saying that means a lot and, you, you know, you got the Angels scored the most points in the league last week. But they're expected to put up 109, the Patriarchs 107. And then I know your game, or our game, uh, is within, like, four points. Although maybe a couple of lineup changes still will come. Yeah, right now it's 128 to 125. Um, I would wager, because I'll probably end up playing Cup. I don't know how much it'll change. I have no idea, actually. So. Yeah, you still got the showbiz in you. Yeah, you're going to maybe make some last minute moves here and see what's going <coughs> to happen. Yeah, I just got to figure my stuff out a little bit. Um, I think you and I, <laughs> this is going to sound arrogant, but it's not. Um, not meant to be, at least. I think you and I kind of have tough decisions to make when it comes to starting lineups because we have depth, right? And, you know, like I'm just mortified that I'm going to make the wrong move. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, if you had one favorite moment from this year in your playoff run, what would it be? There's this time in the season where Jerry, I texted. Oh, I'm losing you for a minute. Hold on, Stan. Started talking in the group chat, and then Jerry. Hold on. Hey, can you uh, can you restart that real quick? We lost you for a minute. Sorry. Yeah. Can you hear me okay now? Yep. Yeah, there's a time in the season where I think it was when uh, I made the trade for C.D. Lamb, so I had both Cowboys, and I started talking some crap to Jerry uh, privately, like via text. He goes, why don't you uh, pop in the group chat with some of that? He's like, I'm up for some shit talking, and anyway, so I go into the group chat and start talking a little bit of smack, and he just never showed up. I text him, I go, what happened? And he goes, well, what the heck do you want me to say right now? Oh, my gosh. I was like, from this moment on, I could lose out the rest of the season, just get embarrassed. You guys could, you know, be making fun of me and, and ripping me up in the group chat. And, you know, I'll be the villain of the league. I don't care. It was just freaking hilarious. Because, you know, the Mambo is a smack pop king, I would argue. Really, you know, up there for sure. And so every once in a while you can speak to us. It's just freaking awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Though he is, he is the smack talk king. All right, man. Well, do you have like any parting thoughts? Anything you want to say? Any crap you want to sling? Um, the floor is yours, man. No, the dogs are uh, done slinging crap. We're back to work after paternity leave. Life's getting busy again. 
we've uh, we had our two weeks off. We didn't know what to do with ourselves at Big Dogs front office, and we were maybe even more active in the group chat than normal. You know, let the playoffs play out. Thank you to everybody in the league for another great year. Um, you know, thanks thanks for uh, a competitive season, and looking forward to next year already. Yeah, man, it's going to be great. All right. Thanks so much, dude. Have a great day, and uh, good luck this weekend. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, See you, Austin. Absolutely. Now that he's off the air, he's going to need that luck this weekend because his ass beating is coming. We'll be right back. All right. Well, now we'll do the formal introductions. Uh, thanks for those two for uh, hopping on the phone real quick. But I am sitting here, as always, with the man, the myth, the legend, the downtrodden. The Motel Mambo. I'm bitter. I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. But I'm here. And the man who outscored the Mambo by .8 points in the whole regular season to sneak into the playoffs. The Angels are flapping their wings. Charlie's Angels, the commission. It was hard not to smile late, late Monday night and early Tuesday morning. I got it, man. It was witching hour, as they say on Red Zone, where fantasy dreams are made and broken. And what a, what a, what a crazy week. I'm just going to hand it over to you guys, because you guys were the two, really, I mean, that were in it. Right? I mean, Uncle Mike was also there, the Benzers. But at the end of the day, it came down to you two, and it was so razor close. Walk us through the scenario and what went down. You know, maybe heading into the week, just give a broad picture. Well, I honestly, what was going into the week was the talk around the greenhouse was that I would have to have a colossal letdown in order to even let him back in it because I had him on points. I was 55 points up going into the game. Also, and as long as I was, had to win, and actually I had, I had to win. The win was mine. I mean, Jen's team was all banged up. It was pretty much a set set in stone. I think you felt that you were probably going to lose and not make the play, not lose the game, but not make the playoffs. I was a dark horse. Yeah. I mean, a real dark horse mm-hmm. in like multiple different avenues. We had a three-way tie potentially working where I was likely the out, likely the winner of that. All, at one point last night or Monday night, all I needed was Uncle Mike to get, what did he lose by a point and a half? He lost by, yeah, a point and a half. A point and a half. And or all I needed was .8 somehow, and I was going to make the playoffs. Either or, I lost essentially lost two games by less than or by two points. You know, but it also had the hallmark of a. I mean, any great contest has the ebbs and flows where it goes back and forth, and it had that too. Because with four minutes left, I thought I had it one easy, and then all of a sudden, yeah, but, the biggest. Yeah, but, a minute and a half before that, you thought you lost. Let's start at that one. I know. That's Let's what I'm talking about. The fumble punt. The yo-yo. The fumble punt. The yo-yo of the game and, and the change of emotions happens so fast. And it happens so often in that last six minutes of the game that the roller coaster, I mean, it would have rivaled anything at Cedar Point. Well, walk Because us, it was going back and forth and you didn't know where it was going to end. Walk us through what happened. What so happened? going into Monday night, what happened? You oh. had a 17-point buffer in Derrick Henry. Chuck needed to outscore you by 56 on the week. You end up Going into Monday night, you had a 17-point buffer in Derrick Henry. He had the Dolphins defense and Raheem Mostert. Yes, and the game flow on paper was going to go his way because the Dolphins were going to get up. Henry was going to get taken out of the game. Because, they, you know, when they go past, oh, they, they're running uh, Spears. Um, and Raheem Mostert was going to be eating up yardage on the clock, trying to take the clock down, as the Dolphins had already got a big lead. That didn't happen. Henry got, gets a touchdown, I think. He scored the first touchdown. Yeah. I'm thinking everything's going good because Henry scores, takes his defense points down. Then his defense got a touchdown. A defensive lineman scoring a interception. That was actually first. And I still felt comfortable, to be honest with you, because the game flow was going low scoring. This is going to be one on the ground. Tyreek Hill goes down, ruins the Dolphins' offense. 
Mostert somehow still looks good, but they don't keep running him. A-Chain starts getting carries. Tennessee's putting points on Miami. It all feels good. And then, what what point was that? Fourth quarter. Like five minutes left in the game. Yeah, Mostert scored. But let me just tell you what happened, how it happened. Go ahead. Tennessee gets the stop. They're getting ready to get the ball back. Derrick Henry's going to be featured in this set because they're trying to eat clock. There's like less than five minutes to go in the game. Everybody probably watched this. And this idiot moron punt returner for the Tennessee Titans, who I hope to God got cut, deserves it. I hope this man loses his job because he cost me playoffs, period. He, this guy... This boiled down to, the whole season for me, boiled down to this moron, idiot, punt returner for the Tennessee Titans. And I feel somewhat better saying this now because I hope this goes viral or some shit because this guy is a complete jackass. Stands under the ball, sees the punt coming, has a clear vantage point of it, decides not to do anything with it, and then brain farts and reaches out like, oh, the football bounce, now I gotta grab it. It's not a fucking kickoff, idiot. You don't have to touch it. Matter of fact, once you decided not to field it cleanly, you should have got the fuck away from it. Which is why Mike Vrabel went over and crawled up his ass on the sidelines and said straight up, I don't give a fuck. You were taught this in Pee Wee. That happened. (laughs) That happened. And Dolphins get the ball like at the five-yard line. Raheem Mostert, two runs. He's in the end zone. Easy touchdown that he does not get if they have to have a long sustaining drive. Because they were getting to the point where the offense was sputtering. You know, I just don't see Raheem. They didn't do it the whole game. And two, Easy touchdown. And two points for and the defense. And the fumble on the special teams, which I don't know if they actually gave you. I didn't, I didn't get it. Still. Um, okay, great. We're still in this. Actually, I thought I lost at that point, but I'm like, well, there's still time. Shit can happen. Out trots, Derrick Henry. We get the ball back. We're at, I think it was a touchback. We're at the 25. Boom. First play, they're going to Henry. Jackass, idiot, rookie quarterback, muscle-bound. Will Levis. Will Levis. Derrick Henry has a linebacker tackling him already. Goes to pitch him the ball. Uh, yeah, idiot. He's not going to be able to catch it. Dolphins, another turnover uh, inside the 10. Another easy Raheem Mostert touchdown. The rest is history. Yes, Derrick Henry came back and had another score. Big fucking deal. Lost by one. Point eight. You know, all I got to say about this is, uh, you know, I can't gloat too hard. And the reason why, and Jerry Jerry might not remember (laughs) this. Jerry might not remember this, but I remember this. 23 years ago, when... uh, the original czar, Jerry, and myself were in our very first fantasy football league. It was the last uh, week of the regular season. And this is right before we formed, the year before we formed the HFL. I was up a game on Jerry and up on points. And he beat me and outscored me in that game by enough to pass me and make the playoffs. And I didn't. And I remember this. He's been holding this grudge all along. So the reason that I'm not gloating is because I don't have to. Because he is going to remember this for a long time. I'm going to be pissed about it. This is going to, I won't miss a free agent transaction next year because of this. See, this is one of those things where I don't have to say nothing because I know he's going to feel it. Revenge is a sweet mix, isn't she? So it's it's sometimes a bitter pill to swallow. That's all I can if say. If I swore a lot are... there, I'm sorry. I just had to get that off my chest. It's, yeah, it was cathartic. It was cathartic. I feel better now. The name Eric Gerrer, the punt returner. Is that what his name is? Will live in infamy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guarantee you. Want to it. Name the no, listen, <laughs> listen. That fucked a lot of people in fantasy. I guarantee it. That was a that fumble changed the entire game. Eric? I hope they cut him. <laughs> I swear to God, I would cut that guy. It damn if if, it, if they don't come back and win that game somehow, he's cut, guaranteed. Them coming back and win could have saved his job. Yeah, undrafted free agent. If there's a reason he was undrafted, it's just a guy. Oh, don't no. I'm sorry. I, I know little league kids that know how to make a decision and stick to it. 
and punt return. Lights were too bright. Anyways. Nuts um, were too small. <laughs> I, it's the craziest thing I can remember because you literally had two Monday night football games. You had, if Uncle Mike wins, the Mambo still maybe get into the playoffs. We got a yeah. discussion there. Yeah, yeah, there's a discussion there because the Mambo would have been two and one against those common two opponents. Uncle Mike would have been one and one, and Chuck would have been one and two. Yeah. So does the Mambo get in? You know, it's a great, it's a, it's a great. And from the commissioner's standpoint here, with the with the head-to-head tiebreaker, I, and I can't believe this is only the first time in league history that this has come up, where the head-to-head wasn't cut and dried, and we're really going to have to have a rules vote on how this tiebreaker is applied. Does it have to be a distinct advantage, or is just the the best record amongst the the three or two common opponents is what works? Uh, because it was murky this year, and uh, and I'm glad that we didn't have to have a decision on that this year because it gives us an opportunity to vet this this question about head to head tiebreaker in the for the future. So I'm at least glad that that came out. Yeah. It was just the craziest. It was the craziest ending I've ever seen. Because think about it this way: if Jaden Reed took a handoff for a two-point conversion in the Packers game, and if he scores that, Uncle Mike wins. And Uncle Steve, who Uncle Mike was playing, had Jordan Love. If he throws the ball to Reed, it doesn't matter. But he handed it off to Jaden Reed, and if he scores, you know we're having that discussion that you just talked about. Yeah, and, and that would have been murky at best. The most razor thin of margins. Just crazy. Just crazy. I feel bad. Obviously, you had a great year. Oh, man, it was fun. You know why? I obviously am disappointed, but that's why you play the game. You get the chance. I'm still going to try and win out because I can still have the best record in the league. (laughs) It's fair. It's fair. You're not mean shit, but hey, I got it. I got to go You're tied with in record with three playoff teams right now. Yeah, like that's I, crazy. I deserve to be in. I want to recount. I uh, <laughs> I, I got to admit, I enjoyed the end of Monday night's double header more than any of the playoff matchups that I've had in the past. It was that exciting and that twisting and turning that. I mean, I didn't go to bed for like an hour and 15, hour and a half after the end of the game just because I was so hyped up I couldn't sleep. You yeah. couldn't have wrote it any more dramatic. I couldn't have. And then you got to wait for to make sure that there's no adjustments yeah. at, the, at, the, at the turnover of the system. It was wild. Uh, yeah. It was something else. Um, we've already kind of done a playoff team check-in. Do you have any thoughts on your matchup? I'm just glad to be here, baby. It's all, you're playing with house money at this point? Um, if we just run through it, do you guys want to run through the, the playoff matchups or all of matchups? I didn't set my lineup. Okay. Well, you're still a favorite. Let's just, we, we, we know the top playoff teams, and I know okay. a lot of the players on them, so. We'll save it for predictions, because we are going to do playoff predictions. I mean, I'm, yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I'm going in. Okay, we'll save it for predictions. I mean, it's, the, the secondary matchups to me, I mean, each individual matchup. Yeah, it's so not to do that it. big a deal. The playoffs okay. are where it's at. Okay. I mean, now for the playoff matchups, and we should have probably discussed this before. That's my bad. Do you want to go through each player on each team and kind of give an advantage and do a projection, or do that? Okay. Um, you want to do a uh, fancy pros forecast real quick? I'm not going to do a forecast, but I, what I will do is I'll do a. Uh, <laughs> Rest of season team power rankings based on the Fantasy Pros system. Because we already know the playoffs are set. It doesn't matter what this thinks anymore. It's, it's not valid. What's valid is how they think each team has scored. This doesn't matter what the record is or anything. Just sitting currently who the best and worst teams are. Does, right? it, does it do all 12? Yes. I'll be really curious to see. If yeah, it, I, that's the reason I decided to switch it, because I'm a little surprised at the results. So this is power rankings for everybody's roster at this Currently, moment. Yeah, as the teams sit. For the rest if of the was no, If there was no records or anything, if it was just based on the projections of the members of those teams, who would have the best teams? Okay. And at number 12, is no surprise, it's Scott's team. They're at a 51. Pretty, pretty low. Uh, 
Number 11. Here we go, guys. It's, Here we go. It is, isn't it? It's the Patriots. It's the number one seed. It's the number one seed. She currently, because of injuries and other things, 58. Tied with them, the bad guys. How are those flowers? Sorry. That's not, that's, that's coming from the system. There's a reason why I wanted to win that game last week. Yeah, you would have had her for a chance. Yeah, and she's, I mean, that team is crippled. <laughs> uh, but uh, number nine, the Benzers, 61. Surprising. That surprises me. I, thought, I, I feel they're a better team than that. And number eight, Rocky. But you've also got injuries there. And There's, there's Herbert, yeah. Herbert's down. Oh, Herbert's down. There it is. Yeah. So yeah, is he out down? Yeah, he's out for the year. Oh my gosh, man, that was a tough trade. Um, seven, Dyson, Dyson can't go any higher than seven, but whatever, he's there. Six, Mamba, toothless dog, used to be tough, isn't anymore. Uh, five, this one surprised me. The Young Guns, better than. The Mambo right now? We're playing this week. I guess we'll find out. Josh Jacobs is hurt. But he's at a 71. And then number four, the Angels. Number three, the Boondock Striders. Who is number two? Who is number two? Who is number two? Bill Eve. With a whopping 90. Actually, number two comfortably. Finishing the season strong, Bill Eve. 90. And number one, the Big Dogs with 100. We'll see about that. We'll see. Big dogs, just to break it down a little bit for you. Number one in flex, number one in wide receiver, number three in running back, number four in QB, five in tight end, six in kicker, seventh in defense, first in starters, and second on bench overall. I'm, I'm going to argue. He's going to whip your ass. I'm going to argue the flex. I don't, want, I don't want him to. I'm pulling for you. I already said that. But that's the Fantasy Pros forecast. Brought to you by Speedway Coffee, where you can always get a fresh Keurig cup that doesn't really look like coffee going into the cup, but for some reason still black at the end. Speedway Coffee. Speedway Coffee. (laughs) All right. Um, Let's just hop right into it. Uh, One and four seed, we have... Will you set your lineup real quick? Sure. Thank you. Uh, one and four seed, we have Patriarchs and Angels. Right now, Patriarchs are projected for one, 101.1 and the Angels, 109.9. Um, at quarterback, I think obviously Jen has a decent-sized edge here. Uh, she's got Hertz at Seattle on Monday night against Justin Fields. Is that who you're playing? Uh, no, I'll probably end up playing golf. Against home. Jared Goff at home against the Denver Broncos defense. They were vitalized. Man. Just so you know, it's set now. I, I, I reserve the right to change it. But. Of course. Well, naturally. Against Angel's new projection, 115.9. 62% favor. Against Goff, I think obviously the advantage just hurts there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, that being said... Philly's kind of been sputtering, but they've played really two tough opponents, so... Seattle's defense, too, is just... I think this is a big bounce-back game for that whole offense. Uh, Running back one and two, we've got Raheem Mostert at home against the Jets and Joe Mixon at home against Minnesota. Two great great matchups there um, against who I'm going to say Jenna's going to start Ty Chandler on the other side of that Minnesota-Cincinnati game, and... Uh, Brian Robinson. Jr. Yeah, I was just going to say... Uh, it's looking like he's going to play at the Rams. I think big edge here... If Ramondre Stevenson comes back, is there any chance of that? I don't think so. They play... When do they play? He's already been ruled out for Thursday's game. That was last week. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I think big, big edge to the Angels there. It says he's in danger of missing multiple games. Um. Yeah, no. That's the spot where she's just banged up, and then yeah. Uh, Wide receivers, we have Keenan Allen at Vegas Thursday night. Quarterback Easton Stick for the Chargers, and Zay Flowers at Jacksonville on Sunday night, going up against banged up Nico Collins. 
Is he playing? Is he going to play? That's a great question. And uh, and is Stroud going to play? And uh, he's only questionable. So, and Jamar Chase. I think this is kind of washy to me. You got banged up quarterbacks. You guys roll through it. Um, I would say definitely give the edge to because of the injuries. I'm gonna say it's still still to the Angels there. I mean, Nico Collins not playing more than likely, and also his quarterbacks. I mean that situation. And I got him, so I'm concerned. But you know, it's Chris close. Godwin. He's got she's got on the back end too to throw in there. So I mean. Honestly, going through your lineup at this point, I feel a little more optimistic. I mean, the running back situation is dire, but uh... at the tight end spot, the Angels starting Trey McBride, the new hotness against who I think is tight end one, maybe tight end two on the season, TJ Hawkinsuck. And I'll say this: they're starting Nick Mullins this week. The best stretch of George Kittle's career in San Francisco was when Nick Mullins started. Just something interesting to watch there. He could have a blow-up game, and Cincinnati is terrible against tight ends. Yeah, it's a clear advantage for... Uh, I like the Hawkinson side, but McBride, game flow could go super well for him. And is he the first option in that offense for receiving work? Uh, Hollywood's back, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's either 1 or 1A. One Flex right now, we've got Bijan... Robinson for the Angels, Zay Jones, and his 14 targets last week for the Patriarchs. This one, super clear. Yeah, yeah, and I can't stand Bijan Robinson's pitcher. Can we, like, outlaw that shit? He looks like an alien or something. He looks like he farted in a mason jar and just opened it in someone's face. <laughs> Look how long his head is with, that, with the way he wears his hair up top. It just looks like he's... It's just weird. Look at that smile. <laughs> All right, clear advantage. Kicker, no one cares about. How can you even do an advantage unless you have the Cowboys kicker? Uh, by the way, Cowboys kicker would be QB7 over the last two weeks. Fuck off. He scored 18 points oh in each gosh. game. Um, then the Chuckster riding the wave of the Dolphins' defense. At home against the Jets, Jen has the Niners at Arizona. Man, that's a hell of a defensive battle there. I mean, I got to go with Dolphins. Though. This is going to sound weird. I don't love these defenses this week. I you don't think Zach Wilson? You, you think Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson was good last year? See, last you're on that week. Okay, that's Hall. one week. You're on that Brees Hall smoke, dog. I'm not going to play him probably. put that shit down. But I, just I'll, some inkling. And Kyler's usually good against the Niners. The Finns, have scored a t- the, weird. The Finns defense has scored a touchdown in four straight games. They also just gave up 400 yards to Will Levis and the Titans. I understand that. So, I mean, I just, on paper, I would, I would start both okay. of these defenses. I just have an inkling about How both. many fantasy points did they have the week that they gave up? And they have like 12? 12. Yeah, they had 12 points still. Yeah, they did great. So, I mean, I, it's just, it's a weird inkling. There's no reasoning behind it. Yeah. Um, I guess I would go advantage Dolphins. And then overall, I think the line is pretty well. I think Angels minus 14 is... But you know what? For Jen having the injuries she had and somebody say, hey, you got 40% chance of making it to the title game still, I still think it's not as bad as what I thought. I, I thought was, she was just going to get crushed. I think she's she's got a puncher's chance. You know, I'll, I'll say this. The key to fantasy football, in my opinion, is just making it to the playoffs because then anything can happen. On, a, on any given week, and uh, she's here, and she's made it, and anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting, especially if Brian Robinson plays. That kind of tightens things up a little bit. Um, well, you're you, getting, got, you got that little worry in the back of your mind. Is he going to have a full workload if he's been injured? You know, whenever somebody's coming back from injury, are they going to be on a pitch count? This guy has been shot, though. It's true. So he's been through some shit. So... Your game of the week brought to you by Hungry Howie's special delivery. Hungry Howie's, home of the bee stinger. Ooh. Get stung. So tasty. I'd have to do that for lunch. 
You won't. Uh, I don't think it's available. Oh, it's delicious. We're back with the Ahsokan Farewell. Hungry Howie's Game of the Week. Brother. Facing Brother. Civil War. Round two. The Big Dogs. Sitting in the three hole against the Boondock Striders. In the two hole. That's the Ahsokan Farewell. Uh, TM, that is from Ken Burns' Civil War documentary. Uh, copyright infringement guaranteed. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Right now, the projection, and I still have some tinkering to do, but this is I would, what I would say is my most likely lineup um, has the Big Dogs at 127.5 and the Striders at 126.7. And you just said your Fantasy Pro's weekly power rankings, we are both tied at 100, right? Correct. Crazy. Uh, at quarterback, you have Dak Prescott at Buffalo versus the Detroit legend, Pad Statford, in the Los Angeles Rams at home against Washington. It's Stat Padford. Sorry, Pad Stat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping he pads the stats. Yeah, you are. They actually, it makes sense both ways, doesn't it? Pad Statford or Stat Pad Statford. <laughs> it can go. be either way. Let's go. Um, I see this as actually kind of wash this week. I think it's super close. I think they're both top five quarterbacks this week. I see it as a wash too, but the bottom line, the big tiebreaker that, uh, and the, the elephant that could be in the room is weather. Because one's playing in Dome in Southern California, and the other one's playing just off the lake in Buffalo. So there could be a huge swing there based on weather. And I have a look at the weather reports for next weekend. Yeah, quarterback for me, you know, I love the, the player of Dak Prescott in the situation better than Stafford, but slight uh, weather issues in, in Buffalo and, uh, you know, Bill's Mafia on hand, I'll probably give the edge to Stafford here. Okay, I'll take that. At running back, we've got ETN at home Sunday night football against Baltimore and Rashad White at the Packers in their crap run defense. Going up against Christian McCaffrey at Arizona and Zach Moss at home against Pittsburgh. The fact that you're playing Zach Moss. Got to. Unless Taylor plays. Right. Got to. What um, did Zeke just put up 26 against Pittsburgh? Yeah, I mean, my gosh, I just I like your side better again. Boy, but it's, it's, it's close. And does Christian McCaffrey get taken out of, uh, by game flow? Do they get so far ahead against Arizona that they uh, that they pull them? And Rashad White, I mean, talk about a a huge value for where he was drafted. Um, he's been he's been a gamer, but it is at Green Bay, so I'd probably give a, a nod to uh, to uh, the Boondocks on this one as well. Wide receivers, and this one is where it gets really murky for me. You've got Tyree Kill banged up with an ankle against the Jets. And their top-rated pass defense. And C.D. Lamb to complete the Dak Lamb stack. Going up against Steph Diggs, also in that Buffalo-Dallas game. And A.J. Brown, who is at Seattle on Monday Night Football. I think this one's pretty clear. I think it's an advantage for uh, the Big Ducks. And I love my receivers, but Lamb, Hill. Yeah, I don't even think... it's a bigger difference than any of the other ones. Yeah, C.D. Lamb and Tyreek Hill, I mean, probably number one and number two right now. Despite the possible issues both could have, I'm still going to definitely lean towards. The question here is really, can you tread water in this area? I'm hoping A.J. Brown, who has just a sweet matchup, can regain some of that old form, get me... 100 yards in the touchdown. Going up against his buddy DK, he knows he's going to want to show off. That's right. On Monday night, too. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah. Um, but you can't get blown out here. Yeah. Because this is an area where you can get blown out. Yeah. I got I to gotta swim. Yeah. I, got, I just got a doggy paddle. Keep that head above water. Yeah. Um, another area where I'm worried. Uh, tight end. Sam Laporta for the big dogs against Dalton Kincaid. Two rookies. A cooling two. off Kincaid. 
Go ahead. You guys comment first. I'll give you kind he's, of my thoughts after. He's slipping, dude. He was a hero for you early in the year. Now he's kind of a zero. I mean, what did he score last week? 4.6. Yeah, it's bad. He hasn't been over, he hasn't been over 10 points since week 10. What I think, buy, though. I think this is an area of concern. I'm, I'm heavily on the big dog side here. I think it's a fairly decent. What the Porter put out last week? Just curious. But let's hurry up and get to the tight end. Uh, so we, I'll say this. Unique. Kincaid had the most routes run of any bill, and that includes Steph Diggs, and the second most targets to Steph Diggs last week. Not that worried, even with Knox returning. They've started playing different roles. They line up Kincaid out wide. I like him. Would rather have Laporta. And this is a fun one for Flex. Same <laughs> team, same receivers. Uh, both are receivers. Puka Nakua, the rookie, going up against the wily veteran, Koopa Cup. What do you guys think? I'm going Cup. His cup overfloweth. He started last week. It's going to build. It takes a while for that chemistry and that gelling to happen. Stafford's going to sling it. He's going to go to Cup. Things are going to happen. Puka Nakua still have a decent game, but Cup's going to outscore him. I found it interesting that, uh, that he's putting Puka in over Devontae Adams. Now, Devontae Adams does have, uh, does have problems out in Las Vegas, but still. Um, I would give a slight edge to the, uh, the KG veteran versus the upstart uh, youngster. But, uh, I mean, I've always liked myself some Puka. I am too, but it's so close. The, the thing is, I don't think Cup can score from 60, 70 yards out anymore. I think Puka can. And against Washington's defense, they give up tons of big plays. I think this will be the game-defining matchup. Over the tight ends. Yeah. I think, I think whoever has a huge game out of these two receivers, and I'm hoping it's Cup, um, maybe they both have big games, but I think whoever has the better game will provide a win for their team. That's why I think it would be safe to, for him to play Devontae Adams, because if, if it ends up being Cup's day, then Devontae, you know, because if it goes Cup, it's not going Nakua, right? It's one or the other here. The chances of them both having a 20-point day are slim to none. Somebody's going to score five, and somebody's going to score 10 to 20. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, I think that's the game. Or eight, maybe it's eight and close to 20, but. It's going to be all about the touchdowns. And and, in 10 points swing in a game like this, I'd put Devontae Adams and mitigate the disaster. Worry meter Puka? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm way up there. Um, Kickers, no one cares. Um, Chiefs defense at New England, and then I have the Saints at home against Tommy DeVito. Tommy Cutlet and the New York Football Giants. Um, pretty close. I'd probably take KC's defense. I would as well. Any thoughts on that, Mambo? Uh, no, I don't trust KC's defense at all. I don't. I don't think saying. I don't know. I don't. I feel like both of them could end up having some points put on. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's do playoff predictions. What do you guys think is going to happen? going to happen. Let's do championship game as well. We can revisit next week. <laughs> so are we going to do all the all of them? Yep. Who wins this week? Who wins next week? Um, I'm going to say the Boondock Striders take down the Big Dogs in the Battle of Brotherhoods. And the Angels move past the Patriarchs. And that the Boondock Striders win their first title. Thank you. I guess. You know, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with Jerry wholeheartedly. I, uh, I think the Boondock Striders are going to be thankful that they got the, uh, the big dogs this week and not next week in the championship game because I think if you're going to beat the big dogs, it's going to be in week 15 um, uh, with looking at his matchups this week versus next week. Uh, so, um, and then uh, I just don't think the Angels has the, the firepower to uh, stand up to the Boondocks in Week 16. I, so. I, I would say the Big Dogs or the Boondocks, whoever comes through the, there is a Either one's a favorite. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to stick with the same title game. I do think I have what it takes to knock off Let's go. the Dogs. I do think the Angels will win it next week. I just oh. can't, I can't pick myself. 
Ooh. I can't bring myself to do it. We have an Angels vote. I think right now, when we talked about this, if we were a casino, the Angels would be the betting favorite. You know, heavy favorite this week, short dog probably next week. All right? Anything else, guys? I thought it was cool when I was doing the, uh, the playoff rankings last night that we had a, a possible four father-son matchups. We actually have three of the four, our, uh, our father-son this week. And I kind of thought that was really cool when I was going through it. And the fourth will be next week. Well, yeah, no matter what, we'll have a father-son matchup yeah, next week. Yeah, you will, because oh. it will either be in the, either in the, the championship or the yep. consolation bracket. Yeah. So, yeah. pretty cool. So, uh, who has the trophy? We should maybe yeah. get this out there. Who won last year? Mike? Mike. That doesn't mean he's got it, though. Exactly. <laughs> who won the year before? That's why I was asking the question. Yeah. So, if who anybody is left there listening to, uh, knows where the trophy is, uh, we should probably get that to HFL Central. If it ends up back at HFL Central, which is what we call the break room here, is in no means HFL Central. But it's what we call it. It's what we call it. But to us it is. We have a quorum. Yes, we do. But anyways, then I think we could probably get it updated. Because it hasn't been updated in a long time. Yeah. But we got people around here that can do it for sure. There's places all around that we could take it to. Do we want to do a Smack Talk trophy this year? I feel like it's a good year to do it. I feel like the Smack is is just good enough without a trophy. The trophy always made people do things that they might not have done. You know what I mean? Where, where let's just let it be organic. I'm not really... If other people want to bring it back, I'm not going to get in the way of it. Personally, I like the smack better without the trophy. Just because I don't think we need a smack champion. Okay. Alright. I mean... Let us know what you guys think. Anything else, gentlemen? No, I'm just looking forward to the games. I like how they're spread out on different days again. Got Saturday games again. So it makes it a little more interesting. Yeah, it does. Does anybody have anyone playing on? Th- you have someone playing on Thursday night. Keenan. So Ooh. stuff will start Thursday. We got three Saturday games this week. Ooh. Monday night, Sunday night. And I don't know about you guys, but I loved uh, the Monday night games going side by side. I I thought that well, was really enjoyable. With the situation, the way it was, yes. So. I mean. They really added to it, and I, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. And a they lot. were both decent games, weren't they? Really good. They were. Two they were really fun games to watch, and they were they were entertaining games. Big win for the NFL that night. Lions need to win this week. Flex to a Saturday night. Gotta happen. Trending in the wrong direction. Gotta. Happen. Quarterback is terrible. And yet I'm still starting them. Ugh. I mean. We gotta have. You're right. We gotta have. Gotta have. All right. That's it for this week. Good luck, everybody, with your matchups. Um, Father, son, brother, brother. A soaking farewell. Adios. See ya.